Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Mo Parr. My name is Commander Cody. Look at the sniffles. Are you actually sick or are you just sniffling for no reason? Uh, I want to spend too much time inside. I have like indoor allergies, especially when we do the uh, the uh, fireplace. <sighs> I spend too much time inside. I got indoor allergies. <laughs> no, that's what happens. I can't. I can't fucking breathe. It's not a real thing. Indoor allergies are a thing. I mean, if you're allergic to things in the house, like the cats, but you have had cats your whole life, you're not aller- allergic to them. Obviously, you can. You can't become I'm allergic. allergic. To cats. I think I might be slightly. Uh, Time to get but, dogs. Yeah. Thank goodness. You're welcome. You're welcome. I um, I haven't done anything nerdy to be honest. Uh, as of you know the past week, um, before we jumped on, the only nerdy thing I jumped up back onto Shadows of the Empire, um, and I'm trying to beat Boba Fett, man. I finally Terrible got game. to him. I literally had to Google. I had to go on YouTube because uh, I gave up. I gave up. I gave up trying to because there's just a, a, an empty hangar minus an ATST, and I th- I thought maybe there was like a somewhere to go, something to activate. But you literally have to stand there and shoot the fucker until he dies. And I was assuming that wasn't the deal, but yeah, don't overthink it in games back then. Yeah, and it's a bitch because like. You use the mouse to walk, but if you hold the letter V on your keyboard, it also it all of a sudden becomes uh, aim. Okay. So you're running with your W A S D, and then you yeah. slide down and hold V to look up. So now you can no longer run. Now you're just looking. Like Goldeneye. Yeah. Super fucked controls. So yeah. you have to run behind the ATST, hold V. Reverse up because it's reversed. Inverted. Which, yeah, yeah, it's inverted. Thank you. And so you just have to do that over and over. It's it's a bitch. But that sounds like I, no fun at all. It was well. I'm glad I looked it up because if I would have kept searching and, and flying around, I I would have got more frustrated. So uh, I got past the ATST. I got to Boba Fett, and now the real challenge begins. So that's good. He's flying around shooting rockets at me, and all I can do is die. So. Do you have any Sarlacc pits in your inventory? That always works. <laughs> Do you have any beaks to nibble on them? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say that sounds like fun. But it's a it honestly, game, to be honest. it sounds like nostalgia, which is always good. Challenging though it may be. But yeah, I, I was actually saying before we started recording, like we always quote and have memories of Gauntlet Legends. But I think mm-hmm. that's one of those games that I have such a strong memory of. But every time I go back and play, I get bored of really quick or get frustrated with it. Well, games have evolved so much that like the small aspects, not the small, but the many aspects that we enjoyed it in games like GoldenEye are so outdated. 
Oh, yeah. We like the multiplayer. Everything's multiplayer now. We like the maps. The maps back then are so small compared to what we have now. Yeah. You know, even, even you go back to, uh, you know, Goldeneye, and then you go to, like, Halo, and it's fucking brand new again. Yeah. Halo, Halo changed l- the game. way ahead of yeah. all of it because the maps were so big. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I agree. I uh, as far I, I go as far back, well... I'm I'm a dangus. I go all the way back to the original Nintendo, but side scrollers are, are are another thing. Those are fairly simple, and they hold up quite a bit better than uh, first person shooters if you go far, that far back. Kinda, because they were so simple. I mean, N64 yeah. had a. I mean, those games are so tough because it was the first 3D there was. Really, you know what I mean? It was the first three dimension, so they were they were making games on a totally new style back then and only some of them got it right I mean Mario 64 is still obviously yeah. incredible but yeah games like GoldenEye hard to play Shadow of the Empire hard to play yeah. Perfect Dark yeah 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 it's the aiming It's it's gotten so smooth uh, and the controllers are so more so much more advanced that it feels like playing with a toy you go back to an <laughs> N64 and you're like what the fuck how did I hold this how many fingers did I have when I was 10 I know I know it's crazy <clears throat> But uh, how, speaking yeah. of controllers, how's your uh, new Xbox controller holding up? Good. I'm very happy with it. No, no issues. It does. It does seem to go through uh, my rechargeable batteries quicker. But maybe that's just because I'm playing more. I'm I'm still on the Far Cry Five, uh, trudging through that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just something I notice. It pops up more often. But again, I just might be on it more often. I don't know. Interesting. But yeah, overall, I'm I'm very happy with it. The grips on the back of it are a game changer for me. I really I really like having something to hold on to. I agree. Besides so, the controller itself, yeah, it's so small or it's so slight. But uh, small yeah, difference for, yeah. for for forty bucks. I was like, fuck, that's Hell a normal yeah. controller price. Give me two. Well, normal controllers are sixty bucks. That's what I'm saying. So. Cheaper that's than not, normal. That's not what you said. <laughs> don't you know what I'm saying about not I do saying know about what, what I know? Oregano. I don't say things. Yeah. So Jared, okay. Thank Matt, you guys for tuning in. Thanks for joining. Cameron Smith. <laughs> Love you all. Uh Mopar, today's a historic day. Ooh, Sunday. Do you want to know why? Browns game. Because it's Sunday. I knew you were gonna fucking say that. So what what's the deal with the Browns? Should I watch later today? I am if from you Ohio. want to, uh, we're we're underdogs, but uh, th- this is the first time you in don't eight- say the Browns are underdogs. Uh, this year we 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 went uh, eleven and five, so we won eleven games, only lost five. That is historic, first of all, for for the Browns. Absolutely. Um, and we made the playoffs, which. Regardless, it's been 18 years since we've even made the playoffs. We did nothing 18 years ago, right. and we've never won anything. So, yeah, in the NFL, it's it's crazy to even get to the playoffs because that gives you an opportunity. That's all I'll say. Uh, we are most likely going to lose tonight. But and who are they? Who are they playing tonight? The Steelers, our rivals. Oh shit! Okay, who we well, played I'll la- watch. Who who we beat last week? So it's it's a, a double up here. So, um, but this one means something. So we'll see what happens. My family's going to be uh, up in arms because, you know, our cousin, uh, Pig, is from Pittsburgh. So he's a Steelers fan through and through. And all the he's cousins an, are Browns fans. So he's a they, mofo. They, they, you know, it's fun and all in jest, but they, they feud with each other on a regular basis. Yeah. And my aunt gets very mad. It is weird because, like, growing up in Cleveland, like, you don't even think about it. Your enemy is Pittsburgh Steelers. And there's, like, nothing. Yeah. 
hateful against like the people that are fans, but it's just like something ingrained that you're just like, ah, that guy has a Steelers hat on. Fuck that guy. You're like, <laughs> I don't even know him. Teams, man. It is really weird. Teams. Uh, regional. And, you know, uh, it's all part of the Rust Belt here. So there's like those four teams and only one of them's ever been good. Right. Because Detroit sucks. Yeah. Cleveland's always been terrible and Buffalo's always been terrible. Um, <laughs> yep. All of a sudden, three out of the four are great. Buffalo is uh, doing great. Yeah. Steelers uh, uh, went on a hell of a run and then the Browns. So uh, that's the end of that. It's the end of the football squadron. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, peripherally that the Bills are doing good because mm-hmm. every time I die, one of my favorite bands is from Buffalo and they always, they actually have like crossover merch, like with their band and, and oh, yeah. the Buffalo Bills and stuff. And usually on Instagram on the weekend, they're watching football instead of playing heavy metal. So. Yeah. I see things. I don't really know what's going on, but I see things. Um, I have noticed <laughs> the same thing with uh, BT Bam, by the way. BT Bam does uh, North Carolina stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Merch. So, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, the other side note, uh, if you want to talk about bands and uh, crossing into other uh, fields is... I might want to. Oceano is a, a great heavy metal band, and they do, like, nerdy collabs. And they have, like, a, a Mario 64 Oceano shirt. So it's... Oh, nice. Some fun stuff. I can dig so, it. Yeah, it's always cool to see like metalheads be nerdy or metalheads be, you know, some other things because we're just humans, guys. I'm not. We're just regular old people. I'm a clone. I'm, I'm a oh, clone. Yeah. I'm subhuman. Piece of subhuman shit. Um, actually, before you derailed my conversation by talking about the Browns and football, what I was going to say is that it's a historic day because we've been around. <laughs> 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 we've been around for seven years. Years. I am now seven years old. We're seven years old, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Twenty fourteen wow. in January, and my place five apartments ago. Sugar Run. We started talking about BT Bam and Panama. walking sticks and beer and Van Halen, <laughs> and now here we are, two hundred and fifty four episodes and a bunch of commentaries and bonus episodes and live events later. Yeah, it's been a fun ride. Seven years. Now we're shutting it down. Guys, thank you for shutting it down. I hated the High Republic so much that I'm quitting Star Wars. <laughs> Just kidding. Quitting. I'm not that far in to hate it. <clears throat> not enough to hate it. I'll not, let you know. I'm not far in enough to hate it yet. I'll let you know. But speaking of hate, uh, Commander is going to touch upon one of the recent movies that has been launched. I did catch Wonder Woman. Yeah. I have not, but I don't give a shit. You can do spoilers if you want. Yeah. Uh, I'll catch it at some point just because I need to, but uh, there's I'm no not, spoilers. I'm not in line. I, saw, I heard something about a wishing stone, and I was like, I don't even want to yeah. watch it. There's nothing, unless you're like a big, unless you read all the comics, I don't think you'd really know what's going on. I didn't recognize any of the plots or the characters or whatever. So there's no like, oh, the Joker dies. There's no, there's no spoilers, really. So yeah, I'll dive into it. Um, we caught two movies this weekend, actually. Wonder Woman was one of them, but we also watched uh, Soul, the new Disney mm-hmm. Pixar movie, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Fantastic. It took uh, it took a weird turn, a turn I didn't expect. Right. Uh, I thought it was going to be pretty straightforward, and like, and then they it, when he died, I was like, what the fuck? I almost didn't catch it. I was like, wait a second, he's a yeah, little blue orb quick. now. Yeah, he just falls, and then you're like, oh, we're here. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, no, it's a good. Uh, they always do those, those great. Uh, underlying messages in their movies. The Disney, Pixar, they all, yeah, they all do the best. So, yeah. Uh, if Fox, only Wonder Woman fantastic. could do it. <clears throat> if only they could. I don't know why. I watched the movie and I'm like, how did this get through 
and approved and then shot with no one catching all of these things. Like, it's not like slight differences. It's not like, oh, I wish they would have done this in the lightsaber fight instead of that. It's like, you, this none, none of these threads went where they were supposed to go. This doesn't make any sense. None of this matters. None of this, nothing else matters. Yeah. Do you want me to shit on it or do you want to talk about Star Wars first? <laughs> Uh, honestly, uh, so the High Republic book came out. A lot of uh, patrons have blasted through the audiobook. Yeah, I've Shinobi got my, and Hogan already fucking finished that. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard nothing but good things, so I'm pretty hyped for it. Same. Um, and I can't speak on my own experience, obviously, because uh, I just got my book. But uh, Shinobi, uh, long and short of it, said, you know, he likes Star Wars for the light side, dark side, and everything in between. And he's like, this touches upon none of that, and he loves it. So it's like, oh, we're brand new. I, I'm, I'm ready for it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, no no spoilers. We're not going to get into it. Uh, I'm sure over the next uh, five years, I'll be trudging through that. <laughs> um, but it might yeah, make it, sense to finish the whole thing before we talk about it, you know? <clears throat> I know yeah, there's absolutely. already there's already reviews and stuff out there, but I, uh, I actually bought it, and then I also bought the audiobook because um, I'm an idiot. I bought them both. So I've been like reading a couple chapters, and then when I leave the house, I'll listen to a few more on the audiobook, and then I'll jump back into like the text. So I've been bouncing back and forth like that. I think I'm about seven seven chapters in. Okay. So not too far, but I'm digging it so far. I'm not like glued to the page like I usually am with with books, but I do like it. So yeah, yeah, I. I'm, I've gotten to the point where I'm going to have to just shut off my Audible again because I, I've got so many credits that build up that I just need Republic to... Republic credits? Yes. Nice. So uh, I might do the same thing purposely. Uh, it's nice. And, and I mean, the production the on the audiobooks for Star Wars are always really good. Oh, yeah. And they always do some like sound effects and, and that sort. So it's it's nice. Yeah, nice sound design, nice music. It's good. Yeah, so, but, you know, I'm not... I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's it's not. It's in a buzz, it man. It's not not itching the buzz. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to think about it negatively until I get further into the book. I just, I'm not captured like I hope to be. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, as I do every fourth episode, um, I search Star Wars on Google and click news here. Uh, not a bunch of stuff. Uh, I do see... Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Two. Nice. Uh, I'm. Let me actually. News release date updates. Hopefully, uh, holiday 2021. I'm gonna see if they have a release date. There was a kind of a shitty says it needs to address a Mandalorian plot hole. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, but I am interested to see if they do have a release date yet. I am not seeing anything. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I was in the chat. He loved Wonder Woman 84. He would. He also loves New Gunray. So, what do you expect? Um, uh, I was yes. also wondering about our release date for the Bad Batch. I hope it's Yeah, soon. so claimed uh, a launch in fall of 2022. We've got a couple of years oh, there, bros. Christ. Yeah, we got about a year and a half before <sighs> Fall in Order 2. Why can't they do things faster? It's... <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. say that because every time they do things faster, what look at Cyberpunk or Battlefield Five or anything else, it's everyone's pissed. You know, let me ask you this: Did you ever play any of the the Jedi Knight um, series? 
I played Forces. some in the past few years, like yeah. going going back retro. I never played them uh, when they came out when I was a youngster. Because one I think of my favorites, they were mostly on PC, and I didn't really play PC yeah. games back then. One of my favorites was uh, uh, fuck Jedi Knight um, Outcast. Jedi Outcast, yeah. Uh, much it was a lot smoother than I had ever expected. Uh, it was a fun game, especially with the lightsaber that you kind of. I don't know. It was just smooth. And I was kind of just thinking, like comparing it to Fallen Order. Fallen Order, I felt restricted quite a bit, Um, which maybe it's just the realistic aspects of uh, uh, going into gaming nowadays with, you know, they they put like fucking gravity in there and shit. Stuff that like makes sense. (laughs) It's weird. Yes. Yeah, it's weird to say that. But, you know, video games defied gravity and physics constantly in old games. Yeah. You jump and you jump like 12 feet and you're just a dude and you're like, what the fuck? A plumber. I'm a plumber. A short plumber. I'm a short plumber. Jumps yeah. 12 feet. Um, yeah, I, it, it's... I actually l- uh, prefer the outcast. I like extending reality a little bit. Make me jump further. <laughs> make me shoot farther. Make me... I mean, I, I don't want... It, it is cool to, to uh, experience a game that's really close to how physics actually work and all that, but yeah, you know, we're we're in a galaxy far, far away. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, I've said this a million times. We were talking about Fallen Order last year, but uh, it's almost like a Star Wars skin for Dark Souls, and I'm a huge Dark Souls fan, so I was into the combat combat already. But I guess in a in defense of the game, it should be very difficult to lightsaber duel. So the fact that it is hard to get used to, and you have you have more obstacles in your way. Instead of just swinging away as fast as you possibly can, you know what I mean. I do kind of like that combat style. I it's feel a- like when I went back and played some of the older ones, when you do have a lightsaber, like you don't—if you hit somebody and they block it, you don't like bounce back or deflect. Like I feel like you're just kind of flailing around like Luke and Jabba's sail barge yeah. until they die. No, that's exactly it. There's no targeting system. There's no sure. attack system in the old games. You are flailing. Exactly. And you, like, jump at a dude, and you're literally hoping to hit him, and you're just clicking away as, as attack. Um, but, you know, there there's different stuff, because even in the, in the old old ones, the Dark Jedi would be able to block. So you'd have to do something to get them to stop blocking, mm-hmm. and then go at them or use some force powers. or um, You could always do the uh, the boop. You get to certain because those old games when you got hit hard, you would actually fly back, oh, um, nice. and you could do the same thing. So you could boop someone off the, the fucking Lucio's in Jedi Knight. Yes, nice. Now, should, now I'm gonna go play it. <laughs> Ooh, ee, ah. nah, 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 nah. Yeah, who's your least favorite already. person? <laughs> My least favorite person, probably Jared. In the chat, <laughs> probably. Just kidding. Probably. I don't even up. know. I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, yeah. What I do you wish? Know. What do you wish? What do you wish in Star Wars? What do you wish was better? I don't even. I don't even want to specify <laughs> anything. Episode nine. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was so. on my mind because I know we were talking about it last episode, and then sure. I watched. Uh, I watched one or two YouTube videos, kind of dissecting it. I, I usually don't do that. Like when the movie came out, I only watched like Star Wars Explained review of Rise of Skywalker because I have mm-hmm. a I have a feeling that if you go down that YouTube rabbit hole, you're just going to get fed up a bunch of like, why the Rise of Skywalker is terrible. Yeah, there are they already got an agenda. Yeah, 
So it's I had not a watched, review. Right. I hadn't watched many of those, but because it was on my mind, we were talking about it last week. I watched two two of those earlier today. And it is just top of mind, like how it went so close to hitting the mark. And then it was just like, fuck off with these very important plot lines. Yeah. And uh, Travis is uh, trolling us here. Didn't you guys love episode nine when it came out? I did. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, it's a new Star Wars film. We're going to, it's going to rank higher uh, up front uh, as everything does. That was actually uh, one thing that the guy that I was watching said about uh, JJ's directing style is that it's so fast paced and it's so flashy and there's so much action that when you are watching it for the first, even second, third time, it's so fast paced that you don't have a chance to like sit and think about how deep the story is. But then every time you go back and rewatch it, you realize how shallow it it is every time. So, man, all... All they, all I had to see in that movie was Ray Force Lightning destroy a cruiser, and yeah. my mind was so like encapsulated with that and like the Force powers, I couldn't think of anything else the first watch through. That yeah. and Palpatine skeleton zombie clone thing. Yep, on like, Exegol, a Sith planet. It, right. There was a lot of there was a lot of um, it uh, legends. There's a lot of legend stuff that they kind of touch upon, but they they skate right over major shit. Yeah, like Kylo. The first thing we see, Kylo is supposed to be on Mustafar. Yeah, and at we Darth don't. Vader's castle slaughtering dude, people. It takes ten seconds. You see, oh, ah, and then he thinks, then he grabs the thing and he's off. You're like, why the fuck didn't we spend another thirty seconds on on Mustafar? Yeah, you could have even had him walking back to his ship and shown Vader's castle in the background. That would have been just a huge suggestion to us. And it would have been like, right. dude, Kylo, was that the fucking... Ca-? But instead, it was just in some trees, cut some leaves, and leave. And you're like, what happened? Yeah. 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 Look, my frustration is wrapped up into... it. it it's, it's a jumble of a movie. There are many aspects that I, I appreciate that they put into it. Um, episode 9 was, was fun right off the bat. It was... It was fun. I felt the same way about Rogue One. <clears throat> First two times, I was so blown away by the Vader sequence and the the fight at the end. That's what I left the movie on. It was such a high, the Vader scene, and then how it connects right into A New Hope. It wasn't until third, fourth, fifth, sixth viewing that you start to dissect it a little bit more. I think that's actually why we started not reviewing Star Wars movies until we've seen them two or three or more times because... Yeah. We got out of the theater last Jedi, and I felt the opposite way. And that one, however, has been getting better with age, unlike some of the other ones, which I'm kind of like shocked into loving when I first walk out of the theater, and then it starts to decline a little bit. That sounds harsh, but that's kind of how I feel right now. So you're saying Rogue One is, has slipped in your rankings recently? It did. When I walked out of the theater, I was in shock, and I was like, this is the best Star Wars thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, it was the first yeah, standalone movie. And as time has gone on, that's obviously changed. I mean, I don't hate it by any means. Um, yeah. And it's just even more extreme of a change with episode nine. But Last Jedi has gone the other direction for me. So I think I'm on the bell curve where you start high. You you go down when you, when you kind of realize. And then and then I'm on the way back up with the like opposite Rogue of One. Curve. Well, right. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're on a trench curve here. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I I think I'm on the way back up because I I do appreciate like the Rogue One characters. I do appreciate K2SO. Sure. Yeah, I think I think for them creating a movie around a plot hole, literally a hole, uh, it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. You know they they could have 
shit the bed with that easily, uh, trying to force something down our throats. And I thought, uh, you know, the nice little spice of Tarkin was like, and he wasn't in there too much. But he he stands his ground, makes it feel like shit, and then he then you're off, and you're like, yep. "Fuck Tarkin, so cool." Yeah. And then you, you obviously <laughs> you end with uh, with the savagery, but um, yeah, I think I'm on the way back up, and I've been on the way back up with Rogue One for a while, but uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you wear off that that shiny new feeling, and then you watch it, and you really break down. Why do I like this? And then you're like, I have no idea. This sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you think that about every Star Wars movie at some point. I think so. Yeah, true. It pops up in your head. Uh, Did you have something in mind that you absolutely hated when you asked me that question? It was just in general, you know, where Star Wars fans are the biggest shitters. So um, we like like shitting on everything that we love. Uh, I guess my my thing would would be the Star Wars um, video games, the lack or lack of quality. It's just the biggest glaring hole in the Star Wars universe right now. I mean, the books have been not to par in my head, but they've been at least blasting them out. The comics have been great. The movies, think of what you want. Um, the series, brand new. The shit's out there. But the games, like, we got one sh- terrible game in, in Battlefront. Yeah. Then the Battlefront 2 was like, okay, you know, this terrible is Terrible launch, which they gradually fixed over right. two years and then dropped out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Battlefront 2, it, it stands fine. It's It's okay. And then, you know, Fallen Order was a great game, but I played no through replay. it once and now I don't want to play it anymore. Um, yeah. And to be honest, Squadrons kind of didn't hit the mark for me. Um, I would still like to revisit that with yeah, co-op and not multiplayer. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know what I want from Star Wars at this point. <laughs> I really don't because, you, you know, we get what we want and it's like, why don't they surprise me and it's just like well we, you got what you asked for yeah fuck me i don't want why <laughs> i didn't want that i wanted i just wanted to want it i just want i don't want actually it. want it i just wanted, wanted to want it i just wanted the bitch yeah um yeah squadrons is it, it's, it's like laying pretty flat with me i don't hate it it's you know it's fun um but i i still to this day find myself going back to uh starfighter assault on battlefront 2 because it's so smooth Interesting. Of of a gameplay, um, Squadrons is very clunky, and there's so much to pay attention to. And they they try to do the squad up, you know, let's play together, but it's so hectic out, you know, in space. It's like it's just hard for people to do. that are like that fall into that type of game easily. It's probably perfect. It's probably like the first time we played Battlefield Four, and there was all these different classes and tagging and squad commands and all that. Yeah, we felt that kind of way about it. So I just I don't think um, flight simulators are really our thing. Yeah, and that's probably what a big piece of it is. I mean, I'm good at it. <laughs> I think you're terrible. I think you're terrible at squadrons. That's why you don't like it. No, I'm I'm good at it. It's just <laughs> kidding. Well, I guess the other thing was it had that Battlefront Two aspect of you know the first mission is a guy on the on the empire and he turns his back on it immediately you're like what the fuck flashback yeah it's star wars have you ever seen star wars before (laughs) (laughs) so haven't you ever seen star wars no major gripes man i'm just you know there's more there's more stuff for people to shit upon that's that's true no i hear you in the video game category for sure i feel like just development and time and everything for games these days there's it's so long so when a game does come yeah. out and it's such a disappointment, it's like, well, that's all we had now for like two years. I guess 
what I always look for in a Star Wars game was the storytelling aspects. I think that's why KOTOR hit us so hard. And we go back to it even for how clunky and shitty it feels today. It's always story, yeah. Because it's story-driven. And, you know, I think that's why Fallen Order felt right. Because it was an interesting story about Jedis that we didn't know. Yeah. And we got to experience Order 66 from a different point of view, which was awesome. Yep. Uh, We got to experience Vader from a different point of view. Um, We don't get that anywhere else. The Battlefront 2... Terrible. It, it was, was like fucking camp. Yeah. It was on to, uh, it had a good start. They yeah, were on we to something some there. Yeah. And then they just kind of dropped off. And well, it was like a four hour campaign. Yeah. And you're supposed to have this story about from the Empire's point of view. And I'm not even mad that Iden Versio changes sides. I'm just mad that it happens like 30 minutes it, in, 45 minutes in. Yeah. It's like ridiculously slow. Like that should have been 12, like 10, 10, 12 hours. Oh, and they planted some deep seeds, and then they ripped them right out because her dad yeah. was on the in, on on the Imperials. Yeah, he's like, "Go do this," and she's like, "I don't want to change." And then she's in the next wing, the next. You're like, "What the fuck right. happened?" <laughs> and then they're like, "Go blow up your dad's ship." She's like, "I don't want to. I'm going to save him. I'm a good guy. I save people." That's what we anyways. do. I actually totally forgot that Battle of Jakku is in that game. That's how bad the campaign was. I didn't like that. Should have been. It. Because we heard about the Battle of Jakku, but we never saw or like read anything about it. Like that should have been huge. I feel, but fuck off with that. Well, the other thing, you know, it Inferno Squad was actually a pretty fun book. I did not expect anything out of it. Maybe that's why it hit so well for me. Probably. Um, but you know, the campaign, yeah, come swinging a miss there. Boo! Uh, Farm Boy asks how we feel about Solo. Um, it's it's fine. Yeah, I like I like solo. We I, I guess my my biggest gripe would be the the Lando aspects, which I don't even dislike. But we we spoke about that last last episode where it just added nothing to the character of Lando, which I felt was out of place. Like this is your opportunity. Um, he was just the exact same arrogant cheating card player that I expected. I don't know. I figured yeah. they'd do a little bit more with the, the Lando-Han aspects. Uh, you know, the only thing that we... A little bit of character growth with Lando that we saw was uh, um, that one little sentence where he talks about he wasn't really close to his, his dad and, and Han says, me neither, or something like that. So they yeah. have that in common. Yeah. And then that was it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you that on that. However, on one hand, I kind of like it because I feel like Han is the kind of guy that would tell the girl he's into... Like, oh, yeah, I got this good friend from back in the day. We're buddies. He'll hook us up, even though he's saw him once, stole his ship, and hasn't seen him in 15 years, 10 years. Yeah. That's exactly how he would talk about someone like Lando. He just seems like that kind of guy. Those um, false promises. That's all Han yeah, is. Exactly. Oh, he's a great friend. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning you into Vader. Um, I love Solo. I talk about it all the time. It's... uh. I was going to say it's up in my top five, but I feel like when there's only 11 movies, top five is not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's right in the middle of the pack, yeah. Um, I, I like it a lot. I mean, it's pushing, I might even say like top three Star Wars well, movies. What? Well, okay. Never mind. Why? I was going to say what, if it's top five, what would it, what would be below it? Is episode three below it? <clears throat> um, I have a love-hate relationship with three. Yeah. Um. Two is below it, probably. Four and six are below it. Yeah. Yeah, probably nine now. 
definitely a nine now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> so Farm Boy says there's 12 Star Wars stories, not 11. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Seriously. Why are you? Wait. Mando. He's probably throwing Mando in. There. How high am I right now? The answer is zero, but why am I thinking? Why can I not think of the 12th one? Mando. There's nine episodes, and then there's Rogue One, and then there's Solo. Mando's a series, though. Yeah, but he said stories. Ooh, there's only one. There's only two Star Wars stories. It's Rogue there's only one. one story. It's Rogue One and it's Solo. Technically, Clone Wars. Aye. Oh yeah, the Clone Wars movie. Yeah, I probably should include that, but I don't. I don't either. Cartoon. <laughs> I have. We actually. That's the lingering on our list of commentary to do. I. I haven't seen that. I think since it came out. Now it's 2006 or seven. Whoa. What's wrong? Do you spill stuff on hey, yourself? Hey, I'll tell you. No, I had a little. I had a little spot of poop. What? It was poop on my shoulder. Cats walking on your head again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. We're gonna get shit on over the next ten years, a bunch. Oh yeah. Oh god. It's gonna be know. shit everywhere. Literally, I don't know if I'm excited for that part. <laughs> um, yeah, I love solo. And end of end of discussion there. I love it. Yeah, I love I love it. That's great. I'm gonna say five, eight, one, and solo are in like my top four. So higher than for seven. Sure. You yeah, savage. seven has slipped down just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. So what's your oh five? I'd probably yeah, I'd probably put that right under solo, yeah. It is crazy that five still holds up like that. Um yeah. It does. It is a weird movie. It's it is a weird, fucked man. movie. You start really looking at it and yeah. it's really not that great. <laughs> and I mean that in the in the best way. Like it's like there's so many weird aspects to five that I feel like don't hold up. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, this I'm just glued. Like yeah. I, I can't wait. But Man. it's like, dude, you fly into a worm and hang out in the stomach for a half hour. Luke's in a swamp for an hour. Luke's in a swamp talking to a, a frog. Yeah. And then you're up in a cloud <clears throat> city, and that's the movie. It's a pretty savage frog, though. <laughs> He's dropping knowledge. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's a clunky movie. Uh, I'd love to hear someone's thoughts that doesn't like Five. Um, <laughs> Fucko, sure you, what's your, what are your feelings on Five? Tell us. I'm sure. Uh, well, yeah, let's be shitters today. What, what would you talk shit about Five? Like, what don't you like about Five? Um, I mean, I guess Luke meeting a Jedi Master and training is probably the most important part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But if you take that out, Nothing really happens. It's like uh it's just Han and Leia are just kind of barely escaping the Empire over and over again for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? There's a big train coming by. I'm sorry, it's gonna be a little bit loud. Yeah, it doesn't really you're right. Um, I mean it, obviously the movie's one hundred percent focused on on Luke. Not hundred percent at all. Luke's getting trained. How dare you? How dare Luke you say confronts that? it? Luke finds out that he's Vader's son. That's not that big of a deal. <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't. Uh, yeah. No, I, I th- what you said before <clears throat> we started talking about that was very interesting. You said it's easy to dissect it looking back, but then you watch it and you're just like, well, fuck, it's great. What am I talking about? I think that's true. 
it's people you need to know why? stop dissecting things more and start watching things more. You want to know why though? No. What What's the glue just to let episode me, five? Just let me. Yeah, go ahead. The glue to episode five is the characters and the acting. It's always characters and story. Always. It is. Which, Anyone making anything, it's always characters and story. Which is why we love Mass Effect. For for a video game, I would watch the shit out of a Mass Effect movie because the characters and the story... They would fuck it up, though. Yes, they would because they would take the characters and the story out of it. They'd be like, oh, space, we can put lasers in this one. Yep. It's all like, action and tits. <laughs> which, you know, half of that's fine. Yeah, that's fun flourish to the... Not flourish, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, whatever. That's a accents to the movie. Those are just attachments to the movie. Yeah. To the story, I mean. Yeah. No, and that's it. Because Han Solo is a 100% believable character, and he's hitting on Leia the whole time, which, like, makes sense. She's the smoke show of the movie, but he's the scoundrel, so he's not supposed to, you know, it's that Romeo and Juliet. You're not supposed to be together, but they want to be together. So you see that tension, and then you see Luke, you know, he's not good enough to be a Jedi. But it's what we got, and and Yoda's got to make it work. And oh, by the way, your dad is the bad guy, and it's like, ah, like there's so many, so much character development in that movie outside of Lando. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's um, but it is, you know. And then we get the, a little splash of Boba Fett, which you know, say what you want and how little he does, you know, it's still another. It's like, oh fuck, bounty hunters. They exist in Star Wars. This is fucking cool. Yeah. And this ship, it lands on its side. This is fun. Oh, man, it's so awesome. Han Solo can stick to the back of a Star Destroyer. Lone Star. I will say uh, yeah, man. one aspect of Star Wars I wish was better. Uh, I still, I don't like Jabba. <laughs> is that is that okay to say? I feel like he, yeah, you he can gets, say whatever you want. He gets the pass nowadays, and you're like, dude. Did they get lazy in creating Jabba? No, it's probably one of the most complex exactly. uh, puppets they ever made. So why did they come up with that? Oh, like, fuck, man. I, I, I It's probably understand. a visual representation of what a mob boss becomes over time. Sure. It's the big fat slob. He no longer has to do anything. He has everybody else do it. Right. He can be he can be that. But yeah. I'm like Then he gradually on. gets stuck to his chair. You know? <sighs> I don't. I've never seen him move, not in he thirty years. Doesn't just his tongue. Ah. <laughs> when he gets mad, he just like grunts and roars and dips his head back. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite beast in in Star Wars? I know there's a lot of tentacles and and stuff, but like, do they? I guess <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm focused on the original trilogy. We had a a savage from Australia message us, and he was a OT fan. So oh nice. Um, I wanna I wanna dig in and tell him why the OT sucks. So, um, no, I uh, that is one aspect that I, I feel like they kind of swung and missed in the sequel trilogy was the beasts, the animals, the like the rancors. I still to this day I see a rancor and I hear it and I'm like, fuck, snort, like, snort. <laughs> I'll talk or that, from or Kotor. that like shudder it does. <sighs> yeah. I can't even do it. Like, Neither can I? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I despise the Rathars. That's like the only bad scene in. Force Awakens, in my opinion. So, you, you just said that the sequels were swinging a miss on care, on creatures. Yeah, like I, I hate the Rathars so much. I think they're the most annoying thing ever. What other beasts are there? What, what are we missing? 
Well, I guess I wouldn't consider them beasts, but you have the the horse things from eight. You have yeah, like the crystal fine. foxes from eight. Crystal, the I porgs. Like, I like the crystal foxes. Yeah, I the like porgs the porgs. Are fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it was more like the wampas. The the yeah. Rathars. There's not a lot of yeah, like evil creatures what, out trying to kill you. That's what they tried to do with the Rathars, and I was like, yeah, not interested. Yeah, not. I I agree. Like you could have just had the bounty hunters chasing Han Solo. You didn't need the Rathars to make it even more tense. It was already tense. They were trying to kill him. Yeah, I wonder what op- like what that scene obviously could have went. You had a lot of tension set up, right? And Han then Solo you just was stuck kinda- in the middle of a hallway between yeah. two different uh, crime syndicates. And anything you could have wrote anything, and you came up with, oh yeah, rolling tentacle beasts. <laughs> You're like, what? I wanted to see Conjure Club in action. They just get I, eaten. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a cool, like, very tense battle. Like, what they tried to do in episode four in the hallways. Which, you know, it, do, it doesn't live up to what it, what it used to. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, those fucking tense scenes in the hallways of the Death Star, you're like, oh, I, I thought they were going to go that route and some shit was going to go down. And then they're like, nope, button, Rathar. Tell that Club. I will say uh, it was a cool visual to see a Rathar torn apart. As they went light speed, that uh, was cool. out, out of out of the hangar. That was but a yeah, cool visual. He, he slips off of the the cockpit window. Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, the beasts well, are, were always fun. Do you hate uh, um, <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do. That's the sign of a. Healthy relationship, though. Sometimes you hate it. <laughs> Is that how it works? Don't tell my wife I said that. <laughs> I hate you sometimes. That's why this works. What? No, not hate. That's too strong of a word. Sometimes you're fucking sick of it. You're sick of its bullshit. <laughs> sometimes, it. sometimes JJ, I'm sick of your bullshit. And then sometimes I really thank you for doing all the bullshit. It's really... That's, I, I, I encapsulated it right there. I could write a book about that. About hate? Yes. <laughs> so this Let move, it flow this, through me. This book's called Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> this book's called Sand. <laughs> sand. Sand. With what three Star A's. Wars taught me about sand? Sand. Yeah. Um. It, okay. I'm going to ask for something out of Disney and out of Star Wars. It's okay? not going to happen, bro, but I want to hear know. I might be able to deliver for you. Can I get... Oh. <laughs> Can I get a well a well written movie? <laughs> um, I almost spit up my entire <laughs> drink right there. That was close. The reason I, I seriously am asking that you see movies, it could name any fucking movie. There's like that that's come out. It's like you look at like I don't know 1917, and you just look at what they did from a cinematography standpoint and like a flow and a character and a, and you get real personal with these. It's like, why is it, is it too much to ask for that in star Wars? Does it have to be goofy? Does it have to have jokes? Like there can be fun scenes, but it's like they, they write jokes into the movie. Like, I don't like, I guess that's why uh, it was a big swing and a miss for episode eight for me. Cause the comedy was just, I did not like the comedy in episode eight. Surprisingly, they they did a lot better in nine. That was actually yeah. one of the the highlights of nine. Um, but I guess my my question or my 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 ask is, 
I just want a full, well-rounded movie in the Star Wars universe. I don't want a Star Wars movie. You know what I'm saying? There is a difference. I don't know what you're saying. Give me a solid movie. It doesn't need to be goofy. It doesn't need to be Alpha 5, I, I, I. Well, I, I think that's part I don't of need, Star Wars, though. I, uh, that's the issue. It's not an issue, though. I don't want a Star Wars movie. I want a good movie in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I can't think... This is going to sound extreme, but I can't think of a movie outside of like a... Even horror movie. I can't think of a movie that doesn't have a comedic beat in it at least once. Uh, the Shining? I guarantee it does at the beginning when he's doing the interview or when he's talking to his wife or something. Uh, no. Guarantee it. There's a, I mean, there's they, a plenty the of them in the book. The characters laugh, but I'm it's saying not like, like a funny scene. Well, I mean, yeah, there's no slapstick, but I'm, I'm saying not, like that I'm is, saying I feel you, like that's an integral part of Star Wars. I'm not, well, that's the issue. But even KOTOR, which we praised and loved, has a bunch of goofy shit in it. I think that's just part of the formula. Yeah. It's part of the ingredients. I, well, that's, and, and even uh, Travis says, uh, I was hoping the last shot it would be like that, and it's pretty close, but I think, because it is a very serious movie, and that's what they do, you do get out of it, and it does feel tense. But the, the, I think the comedy in that. But I hate the 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 saying because it's Star Wars. They did that because it's Star Wars. Well, you don't have to make a movie somewhat shitty to make it a Star Wars movie. You don't have to make it, I don't yeah. know, goofy. Like you can make a. That's what I've always asked for. I just want a fucking crazy movie <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. I'm pissed. I don't even know what you, I don't know what you mean mean by crazy. I actually, it's the opposite of crazy. I want a normal movie in the Star Wars universe. That's I what feel I mean. Like Even normal movies outside of the Star Wars universe still have comedy beats in them. I'm not. You're stuck on a comedy. I just give I me know. a fucking movie that's <laughs> well written. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not teaching a cinematography class because I don't know what we're we're shooting at right now. Yeah. I just you're uh, saying like they try to create a Star Wars formula that sometimes they feel like they have to force it into the film instead of just focusing on the film. Yes, they they're the it's like they're building a movie and they're like, well, to make this a Star Wars movie, we have to insert three really goofy things. Let's put an alien with eyeballs in its asshole. Let's like <laughs> like they just throw it because it's Star Wars, and it's like, well, no, 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 erase the whole because it's Star Wars. Just make a fucking movie in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, but you might ar- some people might argue that. That it the because it's Star Wars pieces are why it fits in the universe and why it's Star Wars and why people oh, that's love all I'm it. asking. That's all I'm asking. Make you could it could be the biggest flop, but I want a serious movie in the Star Wars universe. Disney, Everything's so I would goofy. Like for you to lose money on a project so that I can be pleased. Exactly. You hear that, Bobby? Who's in hey, charge now? Not Bobby. Hey, Iger. that's that's the risk that you take. That's you true. Try, you you try to make an actual movie instead of making a Star Wars movie. I'm fine with them taking more risks. I do. I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah, I thought I they totally did. I you. thought they did take some risks, some serious risks in Episode Nine. I think, from a certain point of view, they landed great. It's just a very clunky movie altogether. But the fact that yeah. they put a Sith planet in there, I was like, we've. I wouldn't. I did not expect it at all. Nine to me feels like the last season of uh, Game of Thrones in a lot of ways. It's like I'm I'm not mad at what they decided to do, but they didn't earn any of those threads, you know? Yeah. Like well, Pal- and that's- Palpatine's back. I think that's great. He's been the main villain the whole time. But yeah. you spent two movies and we're 30 years past the point and no one's brought him up. 
So that's out of left field. Ray being a Palpatine, I guess maybe I can dig it, but you just spent two movies saying that she's nobody. So I'm not really buying that. No, you're right. And just from the Game of Thrones standpoint, they created that that structure. Everything's earned. Everything well, is it's a long true to the structure, yeah. Right. And that's what I'm saying. They yeah. well, they built the structure. It's a long fucking show. And every character that's made it to the end has earned the right to be in the end. Right. Well, and then they're most. just like, well, well, yeah. I mean, from a certain point of view. But then they rush the end and you're like, "What?" Yeah. You just spent all this time basically building the importance of the struggle and the depth of these characters. And then you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 Bran, he, he wants to be king. He doesn't want to be king. He but he's king, so king. And right. you're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's a huge problem. I guess I can kind of segue into the Wonder Woman thing here because that's how I feel about that whole movie is like, well, here, hey, Tommy Boy's got a comment for us before we move on. Okay. They spent episode seven trying to make it about the new characters. Then episode eight did well at handing them off. And then episode nine out of nowhere had to try and tie up all nine films. Yeah, I think I do remember hearing a lot of stuff from JJ like before nine came out. And that that was like a big focus was trying to tie up threads from everything. And I feel like I guess he feels like he had to do that, but he didn't really have to do that. I feel like that. I, I feel like trying to top the whole saga did a disservice to tying up just that trilogy. How would have you? I, I'm just. What if? What you know? What ifs? Is you could go down that fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, loss of opportunity. Like, do you feel like they had to do seven, eight, and nine? I, for the type of Star Wars that I like, don't feel like they did. But I'm sure as in a business and as a uh, film house, that's not, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Um, as a film studio, knowing the franchise and knowing the fans, I feel like they felt they had to do that. I felt like the pressure was there. First of all, I'm going to answer my own question. No, I don't think they had to do 7, 8, and 9. I think it lined up too, too well. It was basically half-written. It was put in front of them. The OT characters were old enough to be in it and play themselves. And you're like, and it gives you an opportunity to start a, a, a brand new, start all over again with three brand new, four brand new characters, Poe, Ray, and, and the rest of them. Yeah. And still tie it into the OT. Like, I think it made sense. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think for for my own fandom, absolutely not. You didn't have to do seven, eight, and nine. I agree. Yeah, same for me. Um, especially the way they did. I'm, I like the films, but I do think they could have went more close closely uh, to the book, the Legends books, because the Jason stuff. While while that was probably the only thing that worked is the Jason Ben Solo Kylo Ren connection. Yeah, the rest of it was kind of random. Um. And new and or new. Um, well, I really like the new characters and everything. I just kind of felt like they got a little bit shafted in order for uh, for Lucasfilm to kind of tie off all of the original characters. Like they kind of took some of the spotlight away from they put they put themselves in a corner, like you yeah. like we just said. It, like it made sense to put OT characters in there. That the timing was perfect. But if you do that, obviously you're going to have that pressure of to kill them off or, or 
I know it's they created these movies to be about Ray and Kylo, but as soon as you put Han, Leia, and Luke in there, it's no longer about the fuckers. Like you, <laughs> well, kind of. I think Seven did hit a good, pretty good balance with Han Solo being definitely supporting cast and not like stealing the show. And I think that's why Seven lands a lot better for. All, I think everybody. I think everybody liked seven a lot better than eight and nine. See, and I'm talking myself out of it because I love eight, and that's my favorite Luke ever is eight. See, I I do understand the gripe with Luke. No, I I like what they did with Luke, and yes. I think it, it's he's a cooler character because of what they did. But yes. again, I don't know. <laughs> Yes. It's you put yourself in a corner. Like as soon as you put Luke out there, I and, agree. He's a, and he's a groveling, non force sensitive from a certain point of view in eight. Yeah. And you're like, Yeah. Well, that's you know, I wanted to see Luke, but not like that. What the fuck are you doing? And I get it. Well, Mark Hamill's is sixty, so you're gonna have to read a comic book for that. Uh well, that's the issue. That's the answer. I mean, it's yep. hard to deny because on one hand, Star Wars is a 10-year gap, and then they come back with the highest-grossing film of all time at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot big piece of that is because it's tied slightly into the original t- original trilogy. <laughs> Han Solo's in the fucking film. You want to come and see Han and Chewie on the Falcon again? Han and Chewie are here. They're on the Falcon again. You want to see yeah. that? Yeah. And then they have... They continue to make decent films, but then they have the whole chaos within the fandom. And Should they have done this? Should they have done that? Whatever. Again, the alternative. The alternative is starting with something out of left field that's totally brand new. And maybe the first movie only makes, you know, 500 million instead of over a billion dollars. And then they build themselves up to a higher grossing, more popular movie over time by doing exactly what they want to do instead of trying to cater to their history or cater to the fan base or whatever they think they have to do. And that could have been a good move. I don't know. I just feel like if they're kind of rebooting the biggest franchise in history, they kind of felt like they had to go hard, I guess. I guess also, like, I feel like there's a template that people use when creating a Star Wars film. My my suggestion is to blow the fucking template up and make a fucking Mm -hmm. film. Why? I know the criticism up front that you're going to get. But why does it always have to be trilogy? Why does it have to be three movies? You can do whatever you want, Disney. Whatever. And even going forward, you're you're slotting people to do trilogies, and it's like, dude, I get it. I I really do. But there are opportunities to do fun stuff, like two movies, one movie, you could, or, or let's do a fucking crazy movie. Let it sit alone, just like the original Star Wars. Episode four was supposed to be Star Wars, and that's it. Kind of. Slotted. Movie. They didn't know they were going to be making more. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I don't always want it to fit within a template. And I feel I, maybe that's what, what's limiting it in my, in my own head. I feel like all the movies that they've made fit a Star Wars template directed towards children. That's the biggest thing. It's, it is for yeah. t- children... We're Star Wars fans. That's what we have to live with. I still am asking for an, an adult Star Wars film. Let's get yeah, heavy. Let's, let's get violent. <laughs> Having. Now we're back to the like 2016 <laughs> discussions of they should make an R-rated Star Wars. Yeah. I don't um, see why not. I don't. Uh, 
I don't know. It's a risk. I'm not saying it's not because you're 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 asking 80% of your fan base to not watch this movie. It's For like, another few uh, years. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I yeah. really do. It's it's a huge risk, but you could you could potentially make one of the greatest movies of all time and really push Star Wars into a new realm. And you can do both. You can go back can. and forth. Yeah. You can do the trilogies and do the Star Wars template stuff and create fun stuff. But let's 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 start diving into crazy shit. Well, I think of something like Lord of the Rings as not made for kids, but something that kids can still enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know Tolkien. I know The Hobbit is definitely supposed to be a younger audience book, but Lord of the Rings is so detailed and complex, and there's so many characters and plant and I almost said planets. So many characters and like realms. It can be a lot, so it's not necessarily for kids, but kids obviously watch Lord of the Rings and enjoy the shit out of it. So I but think the, Star Wars can probably go in that direction. Yeah, yeah and there's opportunity. Without having to be rated R, you know? No, I agree. It, there, There is a, a depth that I don't think they've they put into the sequel trilogy that yeah. really pulls in adults. Like, you it, you almost have to put in, put on, like, Star Wars glasses or, like, a, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you have to, like, understand this is for kids, yeah, going into the movie. That's my issue. I don't. I just want. I don't feel man, that way. Just make a make make a hell of a movie. I agree with you, but I don't. I don't feel that from the past few films. But yeah, that's just yeah. me. Look, I I like Star Wars. I I love the shit on it just as well. So, yeah. Yes. Well, that's why. Well, that's why I liked Game of Thrones. That was not for kids. Nope. Let's, but it, it was true see, to the books. The books weren't for kids. I mean, well, that's, that's how Stephen King stuff is too. That's what I'd love to see in, in the Star Wars universe. Let's 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 yeah. f- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people were pissed about the Dark Tower movie too. I actually I watched that. I was okay with it. I I expected terrible stuff. Listen, and I was like, I don't know what you expected. It's one of the most obscure franchises. Like well, I don't. I will say, have, having been in some subreddits, I think Dark Tower fans hate the Dark Tower movie more than any Star Wars fan has ever hated any Star Wars movie. Really? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. The problem is, like, if you made a true-to-book adaptation of the Dark Tower, you it would probably be fucking 12 movies that are three hours each. It's <laughs> yeah. insanely long. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. That was a risk to, to do that. I, yeah. So they made one movie, which incorporated a few big components. And I feel like it's pretty good. You know, it's not the book. But the whole thing about the book is that there's a bunch of different realities and a bunch of different planes of existence. So, like, this is just one version of the tower. Yeah. In a different universe, Roland does a whole different thing. And that's totally cool. So from that perspective, I thought it was fine. Yeah. They should have made it an extra 30 minutes longer, but it was fine. Yeah, Isaac said the video games aren't made for kids. Um, that's a that's actually a valid. The video point. games, like Star Wars video games, or video games in general. I I would assume Star Wars video games. Yeah, that's a weird one to think about because like they are video games are for kids, but I don't know. The kids are now thirty, <laughs> thirty five years old. I'm a kid. I mean, if it's not rated M, then it kind of is made for kids, right? Well, I guess, you know, you look at what they did with Mass Effect. And Mass Effect, I wouldn't I would say is not made for kids. And that's what I want out of Star Wars. I want I want Mass Effect 
butts. depth and relationships. Butt cheeks. You just want ass. butt cheeks. You just want butt cheeks. Really, if if you could just put, put Miranda, Miranda in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and give me those heavy options from a certain point of view. Yes. All about that view. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> um yeah, yeah. Just just a, la- a lack of, you know, adult content. And that doesn't mean tits. I'm saying, you know, the heavy shit that Star Wars kind of skates over because it's for kids. So, um, but sprinkle that in there. Like you said, with the Lord of the Rings, like give those, give us those options that if we really pay attention, you start stringing stuff along and or the Lord or the uh, Game of Thrones. Like the, it's all, it's all in front of us. It's all options. We might be dissecting it a little too much. Again, like you said, you can sit there and dissect it, but then you go back and watch it and you're like, why am I talking? This is great. I've, I have a feeling that might be what's happening right now. I could be wrong. Yeah, you're, you are. I'm not. I usually am not wrong. <laughs> I've I, never I been know, wrong. I know you were a big fan of uh, 3PO and Poe in 9. That's a good thing, but that's also like super, that's super fucking annoying. That's the shittiest thing to say about an entire movie. No, I'm just saying. Is you, that you, C-3PO <laughs> was great? That's why, oh, the saving grace no, of episode saying, nine. See, 3 opened, made me laugh twice. No, you opened your anti-formula <laughs> argument by talking about the comedy beats. And I feel like you also do love C-3PO in nine, which I thought was fucking annoying. Yeah, I laugh a lot more at C-3PO in nine. I thought they did. I th- I thought they they wrote him well because you, you expect just to be annoyed by him. And you're right. like, ah, this dude's so they actually. Hit, they, they hit the formula properly. Yeah, they fucked the rest of the movie up, but I laughed twice. So... <laughs> It's a great movie. That's that's a, again. That's an issue. It's an issue. And again, it's it's vo- vocal jokes. It's written script jokes, not like funny nuances or facial expressions or or situations that they create around cool characters. Because I feel like that's what you got out of out of Han. You'd laugh at Han for how much he hates C three PO. Yeah. Like get the. I'm trying to fucking keep us alive and you're over here like ah odds and shit you're like oh this is funny because he hates the fucking droid that's trying to help him and so do it's I. not like I it's vocal ah uh, it, can you hear me can you hear me i'm like shut it off i can't hear you because i turned the movie off <laughs> i agree with that beat and then also when <laughs> bb8 steals the atst in last jedi yeah. those two comedy i hate them very much Despise them. Yeah. Very bad. Yeah. The rest of it, I I'm hope, fine with. Uh, I hope you guys don't feel like I'm being too... Because I, yeah, I'll sit here and watch the movies. I love them. No, it's all good. But, you got, uh, we yeah. got, something, we got to talk about something. Yeah. I want to be critical and, and set my expectations because, uh, you know, I like the, the stuff that's come out, but my expectations... They're 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 high expectations for Star Wars guys, you know. And, I have uh, high expectations asked, for everything. CJH asks, uh, so you want KOTOR? Yes. Thank you. That, but here's my problem with your <laughs> argument is that KOTOR hits the formula so well that we love it. KOTOR you know? does not make me laugh once other than if I my Don't character loads every, in without a head. No. Every <laughs> single dialogue line from HK47 makes you laugh. Yeah, it's true. Anytime your character talks to a Twilight slave in the cantina. Jokes. Sometimes he is. Meatbag. That's not a joke. Yeah, kind know. of. Yes, it is. The can you hear me now is an uh, there's no purpose to it other than being a joke. The meatbags is talking shit. There is a uh, I, I, I talking see it shit in PG. Uh, yeah, well, that's the issue. He's trying to kill time <laughs> until his supercharger is ready. Yeah, super uh, um, ultra charger. I want to say I, I 
understand <laughs> what you're coming from. Where you're coming no from. No one needs to understand what the fuck I'm trying. That's okay. I just want to cuss a lot on this episode. So. <laughs> fuck everything. Let me mark off 30 I hate, fucks. I hate, <laughs> I hate pop culture. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Real farm boys speaking Jedi codes over here. Yep. Expectations lead to disappointment. Leads to hate, leads to suffering. Absolutely. I agree. No, I agree as well. I agree as well. Um, but, you know, you got to have expectations. Could you imagine them coming out with your worst nightmare of a movie? <laughs> I'm not what? joking because you have expectation. Yeah, it'd just be clowns in spacesuits <laughs> laughing. And you're like, this, what am I watching? Um, I can get through it without being too creeped out, though. Yeah. Except for a chapter two, I don't remember much of. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember any of that, really. <laughs> I remember one 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 slice of of the first it and it w- was when the chunky kid was in the basement of the library and that thing starts chasing him uh that's when it hit me i was like whoa this is fucking yeah. weird and creepy cuz that thing however it's crawling i don't want it <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in there yeah. in the first one yeah um hmm. yeah have you you said you saw birds of prey or no no, I bought it. I haven't spent the time to watch it yet. I want to watch that, and I want to watch Shazam so that I feel better about DC because Wonder Woman 84 was not that great. How You haven't seen Shazam yet? No. Oh, fuck. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I hope you are. Yeah. It's fun. I, I We've rewatched it purposely. Nice. That's good. And I mean that in a way that like we watched it, loved it, and then one day we're like, what What do we want to watch? And we were like, oh, let's watch Shazam again. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I well, I mean, maybe it's probably I'll ask Fucko his opinions, but I, have I no might have hated Wonder Woman. I shouldn't say hate; it was just fine. But you always you can't help but compare it to other things. Like you're watching a superhero movie. I'm always thinking of Joker and Batman vs Superman and all the Marvel movies, Infinity War, all that stuff. Like it's in your head; it doesn't go away. So I can't help but compare it a little bit. So I thought it was fine. Good performances, but I just could not get behind the plot at all. Yeah. Okay, you ready, uh, the, you ready for this? Uh-oh. So there's an ancient wishing stone that if you wish for something, it grants your wish, but then it takes something in return. That's the whole plot of the movie. Was this written somewhere? It must like have been in, in DC? It, it must have been like a 1930s comic book. That's how Jesus. like convoluted and weird, yeah. it, weird it, it sounds. But you wish for something, and then you you get it, but it takes something in return. So Wonder Woman wishes for her boy to come back. So he does. But she starts uh, getting a little weaker in her powers in return, because the stone takes something in return. But then Pedro Pascal, who's the main villain, he wishes to become the stone. So then the stone disintegrates, and he becomes the stone, and then he starts granting wishes to people. (laughs) <laughs> so he talks people into like he wants something and he talks somebody into saying I wish this they say it he gets whatever the fuck he wants and it just goes on and on and on until he's like trying to get the whole world to to say to wish for things remember um, be yourself this is Aladdin yeah it sounds crazy uh, it sounds it felt dumb <laughs> crazy it was a just a ridiculous plot um, that said Pedro Pascal's performance was fantastic. As a stone? As, yeah. <laughs> yes, as the stone. He, Pedro he Pascal was a great stone. as the stone. He was yeah. a great stone. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So no, performance was good, and I obviously Gal Gadot's performance and everything. Even Kristen Wiig, it was good. It was just the plot was just strange. The wishing that story stone. I thought is that dumb. was so dumb, and they didn't develop the characters enough for me to say like, like Kristen Wiig character could have easily been Selena Kyle in Batman Returns. Like she went, she turned into like evil vindictive character by the end villain. She should have followed that kind of arc, but it doesn't really go that far for you to believe that she now all of a sudden hates everyone and just wants to kill people mindlessly because she's a dork and she's been getting picked on since she was a little girl. They didn't earn that character change. Mm -hmm. And same with, with Pedro, even though his performance was great, it had me kind of locked in, but yeah, it was silly, man. It was really silly. That's uh, just to stay on the superhero. uh, That's what I actually liked about uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. For how weird like the flying falcon enemy was. I thought it fit Vulture. Thank you. I was was trying. I didn't want to call him Green Goblin because I knew it wasn't Green Goblin. I I thought Vulture fit. He was just trying to make a way and like do good for his his family. But he was doing, he was uh, committing crimes and you're like, well, I'm Spider-Man, so I got to stop you. But it was like not that deep of a villain, which doesn't always need to be. It's not always necessary to be super deep. Yeah. Just, you know, I, I commit crimes to feed my family and, you know, provide. I was like, I, I get that. That's fine. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, uh, you know, and that's what they completely missed in Suicide Squad. It's like, oh, okay, ancient beast, sister. And then uh, Onyx comes out, and then there's a bunch of shit. You're like, what the fuck is happening anymore? Yeah, they lost None of this. me on that one. Yeah. It's like you, you set Again, everything up. characters and story. Everything was set up so well, because I do like the characters. I actually, yeah. the dead Deadshot and Kangaroo Man, I love them. <laughs> Captain Kangaroo. Uh, I It's it's like, oh, okay, we got the, this group of gnarly people. This is fun. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, but the witch has a brother. Oh, right. no. We're all fucked, brother, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so. Are you uh, the least uh, excited for uh, WandaVision? Um, I am neutrally hyped for WandaVision. Okay. I'm about it, there, too. I'm so... I'm very intrigued. I don't know what the hell it's going to be about and what's going to no happen. I have no idea. <laughs> Which is good. It's a nice feeling, but I just... I have no idea... I have no well, idea. Well, the retro part of it is giving me Fallout vibes for sure. I'm getting Pleasantville. Pleasant, yeah, yeah, for sure. We get stuck in the TV. We're superheroes. Exactly. Let's 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 play this out. I'm and just, since I, Black Widow got delayed, this is kind of like the first new, new Marvel wave. thing. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to be Black Widow. I guess kind of uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home kind of is the is the first of the next round. But fool, that was. How did you feel about Far From Home? I liked it. I thought really? I always thought Mysterio from the the um the cartoon was just silly. I shouldn't have because there was a fucking rhino man. He's also very silly. I should have been laughing at him too. I never really got Mysterio, but I thought they did his um his origin very well in, in Far mm. From Home. And I, I thought Jake, his performance was great, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, I just wasn't a believable enemy villain what? to me. Yeah. What? I think I if mean, he fit if they for that character. S- yeah. But- if they wanted to sell it, there would have been, he would have had a very short scene in a previous movie where Tony Stark was like being a dick to him. Yeah. If they really wanted to sell it, but I thought it was good. 
Yeah, and uh, Travis mentioned, do you think we're at like an oversaturation of superhero films? Absolutely. I don't. That doesn't mean they can't still make great films, superhero films. But absolutely, that's why it was almost refreshing to get something like you guys know. I'm gonna go back to the Joker because it it was more than a superhero film. Yeah, it was like it was just a dark film like about a a beaten down dude and it just ended up being a joker or the joker Mm -hmm. that's why i liked it because it wasn't all bang ding pow punch in the head i can fly yeah yeah i just uh no i absolutely think we're in an oversaturated superhero film and that's that's the issue i have with like the planogram that they have for the rest of the films yeah We're, we're getting into like exterior superheroes which you know, can be fun as long as you do it right. But we're getting into these like WandaVision stuff. And I'm like, uh, I I have no idea. I have no. That's what I'm most excited for. Because yeah, I remember going in and seeing Guardians of the Galaxy and being like, what yeah. the fuck? This is Marvel? We're yeah. in space. I remember being so blown away because I knew nothing about any of those characters or the storyline. I didn't know that Marvel superheroes even went into space at all. I was that new to just knowing the superheroes origins. So. Yeah, I thought Guardians was amazing. So when we get into things like WandaVision and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the 30 Rings, whatever the fuck it's called, like I know nothing about those characters, so that's what I'm most excited for. And the next Doctor Strange, the multiverse shit, the horror, um, all that, yeah. Yeah, and again, it, it it's fun because we don't know where they're going because I don't I don't know anything about any of this. So right. it, it's, it's kind of just open territory for me, which limits the hype on my end. You know, I'm not hyped to see WandaVision. While it could be great, you know, I don't I don't know what to expect. The hype isn't there as far as like if if you put Batman's name on anything, I'm seeing it. I'm probably going <laughs> to like it better than it actually is, and you know, I'm going to rewatch it and I'm going to buy it. And it's like I have already like set up in my mind yeah. expectations, what could they do? Where could they push it? WandaVision, I just it's blank slate. I have no idea. Um, but you know, yeah. And I feel I can, bad saying that because I don't. I have I have neutral hype for the foreseeable future yeah. of Marvel. I have no idea what to expect out of any of the films that they had slotted. So also, Vision's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, because they pulled the thing out. Yeah, yeah, he killed him before he snapped, so he's dead. So this is just in the TV universe. I have no idea, but in the trailer, it spans different time periods. Like we see them in the retro fifties, but we also see seventies. We also see like nineties, and then we see modern day. And then you, you, it also had things where like the their vision was getting interrupted, or like the connection was getting interrupted. So I don't know what's gonna yeah. happen if they're gonna like be time traveling or opening multiverse doors or whatever the fuck. Maybe Vision will come back from the multiverse. I don't know. Yeah, they I'm do that sure. in Dark Tower a lot, so I'm used to it. Well, you got to think they have the the gauntlet. They can yeah, bring but, anybody back. Right? Well, he didn't die from the gauntlet, though. So you can you have time. You have to control of time. Well, I guess that would bring the war back. Uh, yeah, I don't know how how all that works. I feel like they talked their way into it at some point during Endgame. I don't remember. Um, as far as the oversaturation thing goes, on first glance, I do want to say yes, but I also kind of feel like. Now that they can make superhero movies on a regular basis, I feel like superhero movies are just becoming their own. It's a, its own genre now. Yeah, it absolutely, and that's why I do so think they can it make is oversaturated. Ones per year. 
Um, only because it, it's new, though. Only because we were used to getting one Batman movie every three years. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a hell of a market. It's a nice issue to have. So, we're, we, there's so many films flying at us. And, and that's not even to mention the series and the shitty series that I haven't even watched. Like The Defenders. I'm sure there's good content there. Yeah. I've only watched the one. I forget yeah. the character's name. Daredevil. I haven't even finished Daredevil. It was part of uh, the Defenders. There was the woman. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Luke Fist, Cage. and Punisher. Punisher Luke wasn't Cage. in the Defenders, but you know. Yeah, so I like I watched Luke Cage. It was it was fun. Little. Uh... Yeah, there was some cheese there. Yeah, it was fun. Iron I, Fist I was it. really cheesy, but I remember really, really, really liking that character. So I watched it anyways. Who? Punisher was fucking awesome. Punisher was great. It's weird. I couldn't get into Punisher. And I like want to like that character. It's oh, one of those it characters great. that I want to like. And I just, I watch it. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just not vested. I don't know. Maybe try it's over. just the timing. Yeah. I'll have to try over. Try over. Um, I was just wondering because uh, someone mentioned Green Lantern. And I'm like, God, that's a fucking perfect DC thing to go down rabbit hole. Let's start making movies. Because that, that storyline's really cool. Um, He's supposed and, to have um, a bigger... I'm sure... I think it's still a cameo, but he's supposed to have a bigger cameo in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Uh, there's supposed to be uh, the Green Lantern Corps film. I I don't know what DC's doing. I stopped trying to figure it out. That's true. I should probably just shut up. Um, but I guess my point was uh, I, I would be excited to dive down that rabbit hole that is uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, could be, again, because I don't know much about it, but I do. I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. I I, I like the uh, the powers and the uh, how. But I mean, honestly, I never knew there was multiple Green Lantern. And then when I was talking to Travis, he was yeah. kind of telling me a little bit more about it. And there's like blue and green and a bunch of them, and they're all different things. I'm like, dude, that sounds fucking cool. I'm 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 like into that. Um. But yeah. Slotted, but uh, obviously not released yet. So who fucking knows? Not me. I have no do, clue. I don't know. Do you? I don't know. I don't so, know. So uh, Travis said Green Lantern is such a massive universe, but like they need to do it correctly. Not like they did back in 2008, which they have the opportunity now. I mean, like we said, we have an oversaturation of this stuff and Green Lantern could be a core uh, universe to, to no uh, build upon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hyped for that. Put Green Lantern in fucking episode 10. I don't give a shit. Star Wars. <laughs> Problem is, if they make a movie, a superhero movie is very expensive. So they probably need to... I think they're trying to pick the bigger characters so they know they're going to have a draw so they can at least make their money back. Because if you drop $150 million in a movie, you can't make a movie about Captain Kangaroo by himself. No one's going to come see it. Let's name characters slash superheroes that they can... Do entire movies or multiples of movies, multiples of movies, every like decade, and we would still go see it. So, for example, Batman. Batman could come out every decade, and I'm going to see it because it's going to be a brand new version of a dark character that I love. You mean every year? Not, not every year. I'm just saying every like 10 years, they're going to revamp this oh, character. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. And they kind of did that with uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's been done three times now, and I'm still loving it. Like, and now they're keep... all about to fucking converge. It's going to be insane. Yeah, it's it, there's a good opportunity. But that I guess that was kind of the, my... And X-Men. 
How many X-Men movies are there? I don't even like the newer ones, and it's fine. It's like it's fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like they have that uh, that potential to do that with Green Lantern. Just yeah. keep doing Green Lantern films because you can change it, and it's it's the same Green Lantern character but a different dude. Right. DC has a lot of potential. I'm yeah. I'm I'm eager to see what they'd come up with. Uh, Joker. Just fucking keep doing Joker. Movies. Joker was good. <laughs> Batman trailer looks good. Um, I I'm a fan of Snyder stuff, even though that's obviously a hot topic. It's kind of a love or hate. I'm a I'm on the love side of that. The lover. I'm a lover. I'm a Snyder lover. Um, I'm looking forward to the cut of Justice League, but they also have. I the problem is I feel like the weak DC movies are weaker than the weak Marvel movies. You know, you go see Ant Man, it's like, eh, it's not quite as thrilling as like Iron Man. I'm not d- as deeply connected to him as I am with Captain America or something, but it was still fun. Nothing cringy. You know, I had a good time. Wonder Woman 84, I'm like, man, wishing stone. Aquaman. A wishing stone? A fucking wishing stone? Yeah, that's a it's bad decision. It's like you decision. throw in fucking Dat Terry's into a wishing well. That's the <laughs> plot of the movie. Um, that's so, a bad, I don't know. bad decision. That, that just landed flat. And Aquaman, yeah. I agree with you there. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, I think, if I had to rank bad DC movies that came out recently, I'd probably actually put Suicide Squad above... Aquaman, ooh, and well, and from the sounds of it, that look, Aquaman wasn't that. great, but there were aspects of Aquaman that I did like. Right, the only aspect of Suicide Squad I liked was the character intros, <laughs> which they. Dropped. I didn't. I didn't hate uh, the adventure, the walk through the the town. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate the relationships between the bad guys, the shit talking. I didn't even hate the crazy uh, cop lady that put this all together that they put in there. Um, it was just the villain, the main villain. I was like, ooh, what the fuck? But the sister was cool. Yeah, she started kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like, I, I appreciate that movie more than uh, Aquaman, even though I think Aquaman should have been better. Well, hmm. I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, so... I maybe don't want to talk too much because it's been it's been a minute since you saying seen Suicide it. Squad or Aquaman? Suicide Squad, both really. But I was yeah. gonna say like all the all the bad guys that they brought together for this little squad felt like they were just like vigilantes and criminals in jail. And then you throw in the witch, and it's like now you have this whole supernatural element, which I felt like kind of took me out of the vibe of these are just like a really talented sharpshooter. And then the boomerang fucker. And then hey, Harley Quinn with her hammer How do shit. you think I feel about uh, Black Widow messing around with Hulk and Thor? <laughs> She's a fucking assassin and there's gods running around. You're like, how is she still alive? I know, but she's got the whole team with her. Yeah. No, I get it. They have it, to protect it, it, someone. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else true. dies on Chernobyl or whatever the fuck land they picked up and destroyed in the second one. Everybody <laughs> dies but her. Yeah. Um yeah, uh Witch Hunter says uh, dude Aquaman was epic. I agree. I thought there were I think I can't get out of my head is that like love scene in downtown Italy. That was awful. That was the worst part of my life and, and Mantis I- didn't hit right for me. And the f- I thought Mantis was good, but the fact that they had this big climactic like civilization on civilization underwater battle at the end was cringe. That I, I thought did it was not epic like at all. 
Oh, really? Uh, when he was riding that Godzilla, underwater Godzilla, I laughed, but also thought he would be. He would be riding a fucking Godzilla underwater. <laughs> I just feel like a moment like that comes at the end of like the third Aquaman movie. Like yeah. you start something off and it's a little lower stakes, like not world destruction yeah. with the no, very I, first Aquaman movie. It's a good point. And then you start the love interest and then you, you know, breed that tension between the other people of a civilization and then something bad happens in the second movie. And then, you know, he gets to a point where there's a giant climactic battle. You don't go I've, right to world destruction. I've never seen a love, like a love montage halfway through a, a movie so blatant. Like the movie, the movie changes. It slows down. Everybody's smiling. The the music changes. Dave Matthews Band's playing a live concert in downtown Sicily, I've and then we're it. just dancing. I've seen it. You want to know what movie I've seen it in? Star Wars, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, but they did that right. <laughs> <laughs> Put Jim Carrey in an Aquaman. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and I, I have w- to take back my Jim Carrey stuff. I I love the dude. I felt like I I, I overdid it. It was just that one no, okay. interview. That one interview really it's rubbed fine. me the wrong way. And I was like, ah, it's come fine. on, Jim. Don't be a douche. I don't hold it against you. I I hold it against myself. Mopar went full douchebag. I Never hold myself full. in contempt. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, there- I wanted to... I really wanted to like Aquaman, but... I still like the character of Aquaman. He's Absolutely. epic, and I think they cast him perfectly. 100%. That's the, that's the issue. I love DC's casting. Yes. All the way down. All the yep. way down. The small, stupid little characters, Boomerang. I'm like, dude, this guy's it. This yeah. is Boomerang. Yeah, and even then the, Pedro, Pascal, and Kristen Wiig and Wonder Woman 84. Well, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, and then it's just, yeah. Well, this one's, okay, perfect cast. Picture this. A wishing well. <laughs> what? And then I, there's a stone. I had to really think... Uh, when I heard that they described, because like there's a heist at the beginning, and then like, what are they looking for? Oh, I don't know, a bunch of this stuff. And then there's this ancient stone. They work at the Smithsonian DC, and they're like, oh, that's probably a fake. But Wonder Woman sees, and she's like, no, that's an ancient god, ancient evil stone. Ancient wishes. I was like, you wish for something? Oh, and then get this if people want to take their wish back and then basically reverse the bad thing that happened to them. They just had to say, I renounce my wish. And then it goes back to normal. Like there was this great dramatic scene when Wonder Woman's like, if I have to get my, I got to save the world. If I want to do that, I need my powers back. And if I need my powers back, I have to basically kill my boyfriend and send him back. And there's this really dramatic scene and she's crying and he's about to leave. And he's, it was so sad. And then she starts running away, like to get into battle. And she says, I renounce my wish. And I was like, you ruined the whole emotional scene for me. I renounce my wish. And then Chris Pine's just gone. Nah. It's like, oh, fuck, man. Get one of those stupid deep fake audio things and just tell someone that, oh, it was 1984. You can't do that. Someone, someone tell Anakin Skywalker there's still hope. It seems that in your anger, you killed her. I, rem- I renounce my wish. Eh? <laughs> Well, when bro wants to turn into the stone, the stone goes into like sand. So Anakin will be pissed. <laughs> Ever, no one's getting it now. It like dissolves into sand and then like he absorbs it or something. I don't know. How do you become a stone? I'm done. I that's he absorbed the list. power of the stone. I guess I don't know. Yeah, because it's not the stone you see. It's the the charm or the curse or whatever that's put on the stone. Does he float into scene and go? 
I am stoned now. And then <laughs> no. Oh, he's good. just a normal guy that can grant wishes. It's basically a worse version of Aladdin. Or the genie from Aladdin, I should say. Yeah. Uh I, I hate this shit on DC stuff. A Wonder Woman. Again. That's what I mean though. If they like it sounds like a dumb plot. But if they gave me character development and there was like a prologue scene where back in, you know, 200 BC in ancient Greece, obviously we know Wonder Woman's culture is tied to that, all the gods and everything. And there was like a prologue scene of the god like making this stone in the first place. And you saw some of where it tracked throughout history, causing the destruction of civilization. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe I would have dug that. A couple scenes of Kristen Wiig losing her fucking mind. Maybe she has a boss that absolutely hates her, like Max Strack from Batman Returns, and she gets vindictive and gradually goes crazy. Yeah, I could probably dig that. But, you know. <laughs> Such a Yoda Yoda wished for galactic peace, and that's Such a bummer. and then uh Anakin was born. That's what happens. Wishing Stone fucked you again. It does bro. take something in return. Yeah. <sighs> All right, well. Yeah, I hate uh, doing that. Uh, we, uh, you know, I always like criticizing and talking and dissecting. Uh, I felt like we had, this was a shitstorm of shit shittery. Well, I try hard to not instantly because I saw the reviews. We talked about it last week. Yeah. I went to IMDb to like check the actress or whatever, and it was a, I saw the review was a five point seven. Now it's a five point five. I try not to shit on it that hard when I go in. So, like I said, I thought the performances were great. The score was great. Hans Zimmer doing some great work as usual. But sit back, think about it, and then, yeah. No. Yeah. Can't. Is there any I can't, movies? I can't let it let it sit like that. What? New movies. <laughs> Are there any movies? Are there movies? Uh, honestly, at this point, oh, The Tenant. I still haven't seen Tenant, and I've the heard nothing tenant. but good things. Is it called The Tenant? You, I think you said The Tenant. Oh. I meant the tenant movie, I guess. Um, yeah, I do need to watch that. Interesting. I don't. I don't know. Oh, no wonder nobody can hear me. Shit's fucked. I can hear you. All right. Now I can really hear you. Morbius in March. Morbius. What the fuck is that? Isn't that the evil? <laughs> yes. And we've talked about it. I know it. Morbius. Isn't it based on a? Who villain? the fuck is this? the fuck is this shit? I feel like I watched that entire announcement thing like three times and I do not remember anyone saying the word Morbius. Jared Leto. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was one I think I don't know anything about, uh, but I was hyped for. I just don't remember. I mean, I'll see every... I'll see everything Marvel. So, I'm excited for this next generation of Marvel. Anyways, all right. Roadmap. It's time to go. You think? Uh, yeah. I searched DC Roadmap to see what films were coming out, and it picked up a map of Washington, DC. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I see no Batman Fallout films 3. scheduled for the next uh, IA95 over here. <laughs> oh, man. That sucks. Does it, though? That sucks. Uh, was that the, the Batman movie's? Canceled? I no. Oh, that was the other thing. <gasps> what? Wasn't uh um God damn it. 
Talk, Batman's talk Batman's better. slotted to be Batman again. Batman slotted to be Batman again. Yes. Michael Keaton you're talking about? Yes. Uh, it's not in the Batman. It's in a different uh, thing, I believe. Really? He's supposed to be like an old Bruce Wayne mentoring some new, not Nightwing, but some new, one of the new junior Batman people. Oh, I see. I can't remember what it was. Steve oh, mentioned it when I was on Revenge of the 90s talking about Batman Returns. This is uh, from CNN. It says Michael Keaton reportedly will reply, reprise his role as Batman in The Flash. Oh, The Flash movie. I remember. Yes. Flashpoint. Bob Law says here. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, if they're doing a Flashpoint, I'm down. I, uh, I almost I'm going to watch that Batman vs. Superman uh, before next week so I can talk about something that's actually good. <laughs> no. Jesus, pissed. Yeah. They threw back in Wonder Woman 84, Hans did the score. He threw back a few of the uh, musical themes from Batman vs. Superman, and I instantly like started melting. I was like, oh my God, that's so tragic. I want to go watch it right, right now. That Batman theme that he made that he wrote for PBS is like <sighs> they've puts, always done just puts uh, me in the fucking zone, dude. For them jumping around in like Batman, um, kind of all over the place historically. Yeah, the uh, soundtracks and or scores have been always. It's been great, man. I that as soon as I hear a violin, I'm like, oh. beginning scene, Joker. <laughs> a blowing. violin. It could be anything. <laughs> Isn't that uh, what Yeah, that? I know. I know. I just, as soon as I hear a violin, well, what? I seriously, think of, <laughs> I seriously think, consider robbing a bank right then and there. <laughs> Where's my mask? <laughs> Get my mask. I gotta. Um, last thing, if you're looking for something new to watch, well, not new, uh, something classic, the Batman animated series in its entirety is on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. That's on my list. I'm gonna start watching that. I haven't seen that since I was a child. I'm sure it's pretty bad. <sighs> okay. Bye. <laughs> episode two fifty four has concluded. Pissed. I guess you know if to wrap this all up, it's it's a it's a small issue in my own brain <laughs> that DC animated films are so good, and then you come out with Warner Woman nineteen eighty four. DC animated films, it's all about story writing. You have the characters in front of you. You have the story, and you do wishing well hopes and dreams. What? Let's let's get back to World War III between Aquaman and Wonder Woman during Flashpoint Paradox. I want to see that fucking on screen. Come on. You're already riding a goddamn Godzilla underwater in your own film. Let's do that against Wonder Woman. Like that's so crazy, and there could be so so much built tension, or in the lead up to it, just like they did with Infinity War and the Avengers and all this shit. Do that same thing and lead up to a, a pinnacle Flashpoint paradox film. I wish they could, man. I but look instead, forward I gotta to watch it in cartoon film and still enjoy it thoroughly. Enjoy yeah. it, but uh, you know, live action's oh. always got an edge up on on cartoon. I look forward to seeing what they do next. I am still, uh, to end on a, a, a good note, I am still fucking hyped for uh, Boba Fett. I'm hyped for uh, Mando Season 3. I'm hyped for Cassian. I think Cassian might be my top my top hype. Um, I just don't know what to expect anymore with uh, Mando Season 3 with uh, Baby Yoda or Grogu 
yeah, uh, kind of gone gone off. Um, yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited because I like Cassian. I like Cassian. He's a good guy. Is well, he? thanks, thanks, th- thanks for that positive spin. Let me tell you why I don't like Cassian. We're not going into this. <laughs> Episode two fifty. We love appreciate. It's over. The show is over. Order. We shall have order. <laughs> Reginald Starfield. That's what I'm naming my kid. Reginald Starfield. Reginald Starfield Mopar. Crouton Terabyte. <laughs> Crouton. Crouton James. Smokehouse. <laughs> Smokehouse.